Well, we're here with another segment of Let's Talk UNLV with Daniel Cathy and Renee Watson. Danielle, how you been? I've been well. I can't complain. I know uh, you've been going through it with, you know... <laughs> COVID and all, so how are you? So just tell all my business. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, we're all going through it with You're COVID. Right. Okay, good, good, good cleanup. I like that. <laughs> Since we're all going through it, as Daniel has said, yes, I'm recovering, uh, but uh, I feel good back at work, back in person at work. I was working remotely, um, but uh, it was a beast. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, just the fatigue and the body chills, it's not fun. And it happened around New Year's. Yeah. Yeah, so I hope it didn't set the tone. <laughs> But, right. but you know, family is doing well. What about you? What's been new? You started school. What's going on there? Pretty much just trying to get in the groove back into school. I was very much so on vacation mode. So now I'm switching back into school mode right now. Okay. And just trying to stay focused, staying busy. I don't believe you switch off because I saw you working through the break. Right. So that was a light switch back right. on. <laughs> right. It, I actually love my GA job right now. So. Okay. To me, it's still fun. And then school is like the job job, like the, the hard work right now right, for me. Right, right, right. Spoken like a true champ. <laughs> Thank you. We'll go with that. <laughs> well, today we're excited about a time to talk with our newly hired Jennifer Gray, the director for the Student Union Event Services. Welcome, Jennifer. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. So tell us, you're in week what? Uh, three, four Maybe less than that. <laughs> I think technically this is week number four. Week wow. number four. So, wow. Okay. <laughs> and let us know, uh, where did you come from? What And what role did you have uh, in the you know with the employer that you had? Oh, of course. I, um, I most recently was the director for auxiliary services at the College of Southern Nevada here in Las Vegas. Okay. And the Student Union Event Services, that's a mouthful. I mean, I just, you know, <laughs> I mean, so for those who may not know, what is the department known as Student Union Event Services under Student Life? Ah, I think of it as the hub of our campus community, if you will. Mm-hmm. And we oversee the facility itself. We work with many partners to provide services to our students, our faculty, our staff, and our guests, and we also manage events for the college community as well as for the Las Vegas community. So there are two distinct arms, if you will, of the department, and together we provide a clean, safe environment, a hub for students and employees to hang out and enjoy a meal engage in activities, and then also we might even be helping you have your wedding on campus. Oh, okay. There's a wide range of services that we offer. Excellent. Yeah, so it's crazy to hear that you guys actually help host events outside of UNLV. Do you, I know you're new here, but do you have any insight of how that started and what kind of events have happened with you, with you guys? That is a great question, which is typically when I say that code for, I don't know if I have a really good answer for you, Daniel. (laughs) That's um, fair. (laughs) I think that it started as an opportunity to try to to, to serve our community. And that, uh, that term community is broad. 
So we're here to serve our students. We're here to serve the employees, both faculty and staff. But as we think about a little broader and bigger picture, the local community in Las Vegas, and how can we become a destination for someone who might be considering Las Vegas, for example, to have a conference. And we provide a, a very large um, you know, inventory of rooms. We have the residence halls that we can utilize for conference housing and camps in the summer. And we can also help with um, partnering across the campus facility space to help someone with an event and become a destination that maybe they hadn't actually considered. So I think that's how that started. Okay. So that sounds like a big operation. I mean, how many employees are we talking? How many student workers are we talking? Because that's a lot of moving parts to be able to provide the kind of clientele services that you described. Yes, I'm glad that you I'm glad you asked because I just was adding that up yesterday. <laughs> and we have um, 33 full-time positions. We have a few graduate assistantship positions, and we have a large student team that ranges anywhere from 20 to 112. Wow. Wow. And so this is a big operation with, um, if you will, you know, many opportunities to participate depending on a student's interest and schedule. And I'm really proud of that because I think getting the chance to, to work on campus and cultivate your, your skills while you're taking classes is something that I got to do when I was in college and it served me very well. And so I'm really excited about the opportunity to continue to do that for our students. And so I know that many of the student workers have a background either in um, hospitality or business. I mean, what kinds of experiences do they gain from working in the student union event services, maybe in a different part of campus? Ah, <clears throat> I think that some of the ways that they can gain experience include probably first and foremost would be how to provide thoughtful referrals. Um, we have a lot of students on our team who work at our information desk, and that is, you know, that's an important spot in the building. Um, it's, it could be the first person who greets you and smiles. It could be the person who helps you navigate the campus map, how to figure out how do I get from here to the admissions office, for example. And I think that those are really important skills for a student to learn about how do I help give you a thoughtful referral, how do I not contribute to you know, a perennial complaint of getting the runaround, and how do I connect with others on this, you know, campus to provide consistent service? So that's a skill that I think is really important that they would get working with us. I think a few others are the exposure to the business side of higher education. Um, we have a student painting team, for example, and we have students who are accounting majors who work for our business manager, who are running reports, providing analysis, and gaining real experience, if you will, that they could take with them into their next job. Yeah, that's really exciting to hear for all those students and the employees that are involved with you guys. Do you guys have anything that you're looking forward to this coming year for spring 2022? And in addition to that, how has the rise in COVID cases, as Dr. Watson and I touched on earlier, affected your guys' work? 
Yes, that's a great question. I'm excited to tell you that um, as I take a look ahead to the semester, it's exciting to see and to hear and to feel the buzz. Um, the student union, you know, has great energy, and it, it feels really great to see so many folks who are back on campus. Um, I understand that last Tuesday, our, our first day of classes, was the most traffic we had had through the student union in a really long time. Hmm. So I think everyone felt excited, uh, maybe even a little bit relieved that that buzz was back. Um, tomorrow is our student spring involvement fair, which is very exciting. We're holding that outside, actually. Um, that's one way that COVID has impacted things for us. But it's helping us to find creative ways to still provide services while managing the details of mitigating the pandemic. I think that um, what I noticed first and foremost was the amount of student organizations who are having their meetings again, who are gathering in the student union all days of the week, you know, the weekend, the evenings, and that makes it feel like that buzz is back, as I had mentioned. Um, something that's coming up that's pretty interesting is the uh, Stanley Cup is actually going to be here. So for mm. any hockey fans who are listening, Next week, there is a sports research and innovation initiative happening that we're hosting in the student union. And there's a particular um, women in the women in sports um, and the NHL. And then the Stanley Cup is supposed to be here. So I'm very excited to check that out as a uh, Pittsburgh Penguins fan for a long, <laughs> long time growing up. Sounds good. So let's go back to some of the, you know, COVID-19 protocols. Most recently, I, I understand that the information booth is also, uh, or information desk, not booth, correction. Uh, they're handling, at, handling, or handing out, rather, um, the mask. I mean, how does that work? And tell me about that decision to use the information desk as a post to provide that service. Yes, they are handing out masks for um, all community members who are here at campus and come up to the desk and, and request one. And I think that that's a, it's a great idea for us to get to serve and provide a, a much-needed um, resource, but also to bring folks back into the student union. Um, I believe that that was uh, something that came through our – I believe we have a – and I apologize if I get this wrong. It's an IMT, I believe. We have an incident management team who are handling a lot of our COVID response. And through that leadership, um, I think that they identified the student union as a, a key point. So I'm really excited that we were considered for that. And then our student staff are, who, who staff the, the front desk, they are ready and they, they have a, a, a large supply of masks and it's been a really good experience for them to be able to help everybody who, who needs one. Well, that's good to hear that the, the buzz is still there and that it seems like events are starting to pick up. So uh, with that said, I know you're new to this role, so I'd like to know what you're most excited about stepping into this role. Oh, there are a lot of things, but when I thought a lot about, you know, coming back, so I previously worked at, at UNLV. I worked at UNLV for 13 years within housing and residential life and the Division of Student Affairs. So for me, a really exciting piece of this was the chance to come back 
and I would consider UNLV to be the place where I've grown the most as a professional, and I get to come back in a way to serve the division of student affairs and, and student life in a different way. And the student union itself um, is exciting to take on. If we, we've often talked about here that student affairs and student life is at the heartbeat of the campus, and I think of the student union as that heartbeat's home. And how can I create a space that feels like a community where everyone who comes in can feel welcomed and that they belong here? And how do I contribute to enhancing your experience at UNLV? That this is a place where you make memories. I think a lot about the time I spent in my own student union at my undergrad, which was at West Virginia University back east. And that was like my second home. So for students who... Um, live on campus, and for students who you know, travel back and forth to campus, this is a space that I, I want you to feel like it can be like a, a part of home. And that's what I'm excited to try to build. And so in this role, I know that you work with a lot of our business partners, and you know their success is our success, as I like to believe. What are you hoping to gain and in, in do in this role with the business partners that you know, who have space in the student union? I'm really looking forward to the opportunity to work with them uh, very collaboratively. I, I really don't think of our business partners as just a vendor. I think of them as my partner. And I would agree that their success is my success. And um, I look forward to new ideas, ways to make our space um, more engaging, ways to improve our services. And by working with our partners in a very collaborative way, I think I'll be able to help us get, you know, get a goal to the next level, um, take an idea, you know, and, and you know, bring it to fruition. Those are some of the things I'm excited about in working with our partners. And I think that they're just as much a part of our, of our community. And they may technically get their paycheck from somewhere else, but together we make the student union feel like what we want it to feel like. And to me, that's really important. So in that, are there ways for students to give feedback regarding uh, the service that our campus partners provide, be it, you know, the U.S. Bank or, uh, you know, any of the food court restaurants or uh, Starbucks? Um, You know, I know that students have concerns and, uh, you know, they're our best uh, gauge of what is happening. Uh, certainly, they don't just um, only serve the students, um, these business partners. They do serve faculty and staff, but we care so much about our students' experience. What are ways that students might be able to, you know, share with you what they're seeing, you know, good, bad, or indifferent? There are a few ways, actually. Um, one of the things I'm looking forward to bringing back is the guest satisfaction survey that we administer um, online. And one of the ideas that we've um, just developed, actually, in a different meeting was to um, have that survey uh, available via an iPad at the info desk. And there are a few different surveys that happen throughout the year that are administered by some of our partners in the building. For example, food service. UNLV Dining has a survey that they administer, I believe, twice a year. Might have to double check on that, but I think it's twice a year. But in addition to those kinds of online surveys, I would invite anyone who has an idea or who has feedback to simply provide it. 
and that could be directly to me, or that could be through the info desk or through one of our team members in Student Union and Event Services. I think that as I, um, and hopefully you'll see me, I've been doing my best to get out every day at different times of the day and walk the building, talk to folks, make sure I'm stepping into the different office areas and talking to our partners, just let me know. I think that that's the most, one of the most important things I can do to establish that kind of credibility is to just simply receive the feedback and you know, work towards achieving those suggestions and to hear those, um, whether it's positive or constructive, to simply hear them. Yeah, that's always good to hear that we could offer any feedback and then see those changes be implemented. But um, on another note, just personally, I'm new here uh, to UNLV, and I love event planning myself. So I'd be curious to know, like, if I was interested in hosting an event and I wanted to come to you guys, what would that process look like getting that event in place? That's a great question. I... I think that the first place I would start is by working through our reservations team. And so depending upon the, the scale and the, the scope of the event that you're thinking of, it could be as simple as we're going to reserve a room and you would work through our reservations team to reserve that space and identify any needs that you might have, whether it's you know, sound, um, if we are doing something via Google Meet or WebEx, and we have a, our event operations team also helping you to make that event successful and look great and the space looks great. And then if it's a little bit more than that, let's say it's in multiple spaces or it's over a couple days, we might even be working through an event coordinator to help you plan your event and to help you um, understand all the different resources that we have to make that event happen for you as you envision it. I was recently talking with someone about um, film production and how it's connected to events and that there's the event you have in your head, in your mind as you're planning it. Then there's the event that happens as you work with us so that mm -hmm. we can identify all the needs and manage your expectations and help you, you know, bring that event as close to the fruition as you had originally envisioned it. And then there's usually what happens on the day of. So sometimes there's an event that's planned to be outside, and then the day of we find it's raining. So how do we bring that inside, and how do we adapt, and how do we act quickly using some creativity and all of our resources? So I think that depending, again, on the scale and scope, okay. it would, um, yeah. I can totally attest to this because <laughs> I'm not into event coordinating at all. I just have, like, this is a general like sketch of what I want to do. Oh, okay. And then once I, you know, put in this, you know, brief summary of what I want to do, all these questions start popping up of, you know, <laughs> do you want it, you know, uh, four tables of eight? Do you want right. just one king side or king table of 12? Uh, then you also uh, factor in if you have catering and then is it going to be catered outside or catered inside? Mm -hmm. uh, uh, you know, and just all the different options. Well, you need parking, you know, so, like, so when we had yes. uh, one event and we had to add parking uh, to make it very convenient for our external guests. Right. Um, and so I'm just saying, but Jennifer is right that this group, they go through all of those details and make the process so seamless. Um, and they take, you know, good care of you so that mm -hmm. you can make sure that your event is stellar. So I can totally attest to that. 
So this might be a hardball question, but but Jennifer, you're tough on this one. So I know that one of the concerns, <laughs> right, right. Uh, uh, one of the concerns, though, has has often been regarding our uh, homeless affiliate population, right? Um, you know, we're an urban campus, and uh, we we understand that uh, many of these individuals don't present any harm or, or threat, you know, to the community. But but there are some examples, you know, that we've had um, in which it's been a concern uh, because, you know, of either their presence um, or there might be some, you know, mental health issues. And we work very well with University Police Services to provide referrals and other assistance. But I, I'm curious, in this role, what's going to be your approach to this matter, um, both ensuring, you know, that, that people are still treated as humans and they've had life stories and, and, and things have happened. And many of these folks are, are veterans and have served their co- country. Mm-hmm. Um, so so this, it's not a, a, an easy issue uh, to solve. But we also, like I said, want to ensure that our campus is safe and that the students feel comfortable and, you know, families who are visiting and, 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 and other just guests because you serve so many people. What might be your approach to kind of looking at this, you know, issue maybe from a different lens uh, now being in this role, even though you were at UNLV for 13 years? Um, I think you put it really well when you talked about how to balance um, who we are um, as human beings and and treating each other with uh, dignity and respect, while also balancing what might be concerns from parents or prospective students and, you know, in case there's any kind of, you know, oh, is there an emergency or an incident that happens? And I've, I've really given that a lot of thought, e- even as I applied for this position. And what I'm excited to share with you is that um, our facilities team, our custodial team, um, our, our leadership in student life have really taken on more of a partner role to get mm-hmm. to know our community members, to talk to them, to understand what their needs are, and also finding that the community members are holding each other accountable, mm. and they understand what our role is and what our students' role is here. And in finding a sense of harmony, they are looking out for each other. Um, I've seen examples where they tell each other, hey, put your mask on. <laughs> um, you need <laughs> yeah. to wear your mask when you're in here. We don't want any trouble. But also we're getting to know each other as, as more like one-to-one and, and just as you know, fellow human beings. And I think that if we can take that step and continue in that stride, we will be able to foster you know, a mutual understanding, a mutual respect, and we'll be able to hold each other to these values. I think that any, any kind of community that, that you enter into, it's important to understand and to you know, share like, what are our values. And, and we find we have many of them in common. And how can we hold to that and take care of each other and hold each other to some accountability? So I'm excited to tell you that because I wasn't quite sure how that was going to go. But that's what I've seen so far in my time here. Yeah, I'm glad you you brought that. And that's a very, very uh, neat approach to look at this of how are we holding each other accountable and still recognizing the humanity, uh, you know, uh, with these individuals. um, Because, you know, we are an urban campus and we are with the city, we are in the city, you know, um, and, and, and there are no borders, uh, you know, to our campus. And so I think there's got to be some understanding there, but certainly not at the compromise of putting anyone 
um, in harm's way. And I do want to know, I do want to say that there are staff. So so if, if students or faculty and staff ever come against, you know, any individual, whether they be homeless or not, that are, you know, acting inappropriately, not displaying any kind of, uh, you know, respectful conduct, then there are staff that are there and they should not approach these situations on their own. They should, you know, get someone involved um, to do that because, you know, like I said, everyone should, you know, report uh, when they feel like the, the situation is either uncomfortable or they're, you know, it seems, you know, quite suspicious sometimes. And so we need to, to, to make sure that we don't put students in that position of handling those situations alone because, you know, the building is open for a long time. Right. Uh, and the hours yeah. of, of traffic, you know, kind of ebb and sway. So I'm glad to know that that, that your approach will still uh, look at the humanity um, and, and, and care, but not forsaking any safety concerns. Yeah, thank you. That's really well said. So uh, before we wrap up, I just wanted to make sure we covered everything you wanted to cover. Um, so if there's anything you wanted to share about your new role or about the uh, student union and event services, please go ahead. Oh, well, thank you. Well, I am very excited to be here and to be a part of what I'm going to frame as kind of the rebuilding of student union and event services coming, hopefully, out of the pandemic. And one of the um, things I would love to share is that we are looking to hire quite a few positions in our team. And so whether that is full-time, part-time, um, temporary, we, I, I would love to get the word out that we're hiring and that we are looking for folks to join us and join our team to provide uh, an extremely impeccable level of service, but also to support our students and to support our, our community at UNLV. I see that as an important part of our role. So if you're looking, we're looking. Let me know. Oh, I do have a follow-up question for you because Okay. Yeah, your, this department was actually one of the few I applied to uh, for my graduate assistant positions. Okay. Yeah, so I, I would love for you to provide listeners and students with some um, insight about what kind of personnel you are looking for, like what kind of skill sets and personalities are you guys looking for um, in the student union and event services? Um, we are, I, I'll start off with, we are um, shortly going to be launching our conference housing program where we will be looking for student staff to work with us to manage con conferences and camps this summer. And that is a live-in position in the residence halls and one that I think is, it's a lot of fun, but it's a lot of really good experience. So whether you're a hospitality major or Student, you're interested in student affairs, student development. These are really um, great opportunities to live in and get some real experience. We are also um, hiring for our custodial team. So whether that is day swing or night shift, we are looking for a few staff members to join us on our custodial team, which is an incredibly important and difficult job to keep our space safe and clean that we are following all of the COVID protocols that are in place and that we are providing a friendly and welcoming environment. And we're also hiring for event coordinators and that includes a few student staff positions with our event assistants and reservation and scheduling team and our student staff facilities team. 
So those are all positions that we are either actively recruiting for or will be soon. And I think that, again, whether it's a kind of a student life perspective or hospitality, or you're just looking for work and a way to build up your resume, this is a really fun department, um, I think, to work in, and we could build something together. All right. Well, Jennifer, thank you so much for sharing. I know you're going to be a rock star in this new role. Thank you for coming back and giving UNLV another shot to uh, be able to serve in this role. Uh, so, Danielle, what was your takeaway? My biggest takeaway is that I need to visit the student union. <laughs> um, and get your mask. <laughs> get, I mean, I have plenty yeah, of masks these days. But and come and hang out and have a meal and, and, and meet your friends and, and hang out. Yes, and I'm looking forward to doing that. All of my classes thus far have been remote, but we're supposed to shift to in-person this sometime this semester, so I'll definitely be visiting the student union. Um, it was great to hear that you guys welcome feedback because I'm always willing to give my opinion. <laughs> and, and I I'm well, very thank excited. Thank you very much. Oh yeah, yeah. And I'm thank you and I'm very excited to hear that events are picking up and they're still happening and I I'm looking forward to the future because I'm very much so over COVID. <laughs> <laughs> I hear that. Well, I'm glad to hear that conferences services will pick back up. That's an element uh, that we definitely missed having so many students and future prospective students, mm -hmm. uh, you know, on our campus um, and just experiencing all of it, all of its splendor. And so to be able to offer that in the summer is very, very exciting. Um, I love working with the students uh, in the student union event services uh, area because you can just see that they have a destination in mind. Mm -hmm. They are using this job for some uh, you know, a big position, and they always come in with good ideas, and they're just a, a group that uh, I love working with. And I'm again, I'm so glad to see and hear that uh, you know Jennifer is looking at how to work with the uh, population that is um, experiencing um, housing insecurity uh, because it's, a, it's you know it is a, a concern of ours, but we also again don't want to um, uh, under, underscore the piece of having. Uh, uh, being mindful of their circumstances and finding a compassionate way, but not at the expense of, of losing um, sight of the safety of our campus. So I think uh, we're in good hands with Jennifer, and thanks for joining us. Thank you so much. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of KUNV Let's Talk UNLV. For my co-host, Keith, I'm Renee. Tune in next week, Wednesday at 12, on KUNV 91.5 jazz and more. That's a wrap. Mm -hmm.